You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. So how on earth do we wrap up the Australian Open after a tournament that started absolutely mired in controversy and conjecture uh, and a lot of angst and negativity, and that reared its head through some of the start of the tournament with different things that happened as well. And we talk about Novak and then the Peng Shui situation, and then we finish up in a place where we've had Dylan Orcott um, bow out in incredible circumstances and Mash Barty do something that we haven't seen for 44 years, uh, and then the special Ks bringing people to tennis that have never really bought into it as well, and then Rafa Nadal doing the unthinkable, coming back from two sets to love down. It is a tournament that I can never remember seeing one quite like. So we go to Tennis Royalty to get his thoughts. Pat Rafter, the two-time major winner, the US Open, two-time Wimbledon finalist. Pat, thank you so much for giving up some time. How do we sum up this Australian Open? Sam, I think you said it perfectly, mate. It had all of those things. At one stage, we thought it was going to be chaotic. Going back to November, December, when Omicron was also... Um, showing its head and is becoming really virulent. The, the big concern there was how are we going to keep the players safe from catching it and are we going to have a tournament at all? So we didn't really speak that much about it, um, but but it, the, the, they got through that, those uh, four weeks. The odd player tested positive, but outside of that, it was really clean. And then obviously the Novak situation and then how it finished was, oh, I mean, it, it really was mind-blowing. What to you, I mean, when you look at it and, and, and trying to think your way through it, what's the overriding sense for you about this tournament? It, it'll live on in whether it be infamy mm. or, uh, mm. in, or glory. Oh, I want to say glory. Mm. But I think whoever wants to see it their way will see it in their own, in their own light, um, whether it's a Novak controversy or the... Um, or the Ash Barty. For me, it's Ash Barty, but I'm unbelievably biased. So I've got to be careful how much I go on about her. No, not at um, all. It, it's an extraordinary, <laughs> extraordinary okay. thing that we've yeah. just seen. What did you make of it being there on the night? Well, I sort of watched her whole progression throughout the summer and I saw her first match and I was texting her manager who also helps her out in the tennis court as well. He's a good tennis player. And we're just commenting on just her mind just wasn't there playing against a young American girl, Coco Golf, who's very, very good. Um, asked her down and set in a break, looked really distant, not even wanting to be there. Somehow got out of that match. And then from there, she kept that composure all the way through. Just this, I don't know, very laid back, um, very in control, hitting the ball very well, up in centre phaser. And then I was surprised she was able to carry that through with all the pressure at the Australian Open. But she found a way that really worked for her uh, mentally, and she, even in the final, there's one or two little occasions where I thought, oh, this is interesting. She's actually showing something. Um, 
But the uh, the end result was I really believe the crowd had a big impact in helping to get over the line as well. Because when she was down 5-1, to me, the mindset then as a player is, all right, let's just stop the rot. Let's just hold the serve here and chip a few balls back and see what happens on on the other on your opponent's serve. And, and what we saw then was um, Collins probably get a fraction tight. Ash came up with some pretty brave shots. And then at 5-3, the crowd just went, all right, game on. And then they really lifted Ash. I mean, they really, not once they lifted Ash, but they, they probably gave her a bit more of a sense of purpose and then got under uh, Danielle Collins' skin a bit. Um, and I thought that was a really telling part of and being very evident that the crowd can really help. Pat, speaking of crowd, speaking of Pat Rafter, it, it was a big issue, whichever way you fell on either side of it, throughout the whole tournament. Are we seeing now a change in tennis that, that we need to get used to, that it's going to be more vocal, it's going to be noisier, it's going to be a bit more rock and roll? Or do you think that it's going <laughs> to even go back the yeah. other way? How do you feel about the whole crowd situation? I actually like the atmosphere of a crowd. The Australian crowd can get right into it, especially if you're Australian and you're playing there, or if you're, or if you've earned your, your stripes like Federer, like Nadal. Um, but you know what? They're, they're tough on Novak. They've never warmed to Novak very well. He's won nine times. Um, but if when I do uh, corporate talks, very very few people want to see Novak win because I often ask on a show of hands who wants him to win because he's generally in the final. It's just an interesting one with Novak. He, he just never has got the, the Australians behind him. But with the other guys, they're they're right behind. They're passionate, and they are and they are quite boisterous. And yeah, towards the end of the night, when people get a little bit tipsy too, sometimes comments come out or a bit rowdier and things. Um, I, it's, it's always sort of been there. Uh, the U.S. Open crowd can be unbelievably noisy as well. So. It can happen, but I guess what we saw this time, especially with Vanassi and Mick, was uh, you know the, the sort of rock stage sort of crowd, the soccer crowd. Um, interesting. I, I really don't know where it goes. I don't think it gains much, except what I'm really interested to see is how those guys go when they start playing doubles overseas, because they're not Australian. You know, they're playing away from home. I'm not 100% sure they're going to have that type of crowd support. Well, I'm pretty sure they're not going to. And then you're also going to come up against some of the locals in doubles. I'm pretty sure they're not going to cheer that hard for those boys. And I just don't know how they maintain it and how or where they go from there. What about Rafa? Mm. I, 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 I was watching going, the bloke is as drenched as I've ever seen a human being <laughs> after the first game, yet somehow wins it in five. Mm. He shocked me the whole tournament. I just, oh, I, I never backed Rafa from the word go. Um, I, I just thought he was a step slow. Watching him at the French Open last year, I thought he was a little bit sluggish. Just wasn't the same. He got through that draw pretty well. I thought he was going to have a tough one in the semis against Berrettini. He found a way. He got lucky in the quarters against Shapovalov. I don't know how rare he is. Shapovalov, yep. Yeah, thank you. The Canadian boy. Um, in the end, but he found grit and he got through it again. And that match with Medvedev, he had no right to win that. Two sets of love down, two all. Medvedev had love 40. And I reckon if he could take his time back, he'll go back to that situation and not make those unforced errors. I think he got a little bit cocky. 
He was really on, really in control. He every game that Rafa served, Medvedev felt like he was in every game breaking a serve. So took a little bit off. You know, Rafa got himself and um, he just kept fighting, fighting, and what a champion, mate! I I was really happy for him. Um, I just thought it was amazing, and I I, I went to bed halfway through the fourth, um, just going on the basis that I don't know who's going to win now, except who doesn't cramp first. But that's probably my own <laughs> issues that I had in the past. But those guys seem to get through to the very end. Hey Pat, um, great to be able to chat to you for for a brief time. We thank you so much uh, for jumping on the line at at short notice. You've always been really generous with your time with me, and I greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Good on you, Sam. Thanks, mate. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.